1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. If love and gogi is wrong, I don't want to be right. What would Socrates say to that?
2: It tickles my face. Uh, okay. <laughs> okay. Okay.
1: Goosies. I don't have hair!
2: Oof. You got Marcos. That's not, no, that's not
3: right. That's true, you two got me. Get over here, Marcos. They don't
4: want this They
2: don't want it!
3: Leroy, ready to deploy. Had a hitter with a little journalism, but that was a decoy. Better have my boy, okay? Leroy ain't talking. Hold to the show, man. Still the songs with the show, man. Till then, his head moon open. Sometimes I go taste like a snowman. No proof, I'm alive, better mode than No proof, like I always wanted him, I never hated him, I never traded him. And if did, I never traded him. You trade know what? What is a start? Like under the city, the driver's side right flag. We took a large, so many more. Ten in the mars, never a bar. Eight, ten in the more, two to the pee. Nothing to you, but it's something to me. Hands up, seven including this biggie go one so youtube reviews French this one time for the twitch this one time for the text. this one's time for the phone line all time wonder what they going to do next you know i i just wish you guys
4: would stop the quibbling
1: leroy
3: what's up what's up leroy i need to be referred to as magazine marcos from now on
2: <laughs> hey yeah i got to tell you yes I was just having a conversation with my boy. I did not know, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Uh, we have these conversations all the time. I just I was glad that, you know, you could, you know, we could let people in, you know, to the conversation. Me and Bernie have these conversations all the time. So yep. Um, you know, I know some of the things that he's been through, and and I know that where he is today is a, a lot different than a couple of years ago or a few years ago. And it was just good to talk to him, you know, and I have conversations with him all the time. So it wasn't like, you know, it's not that big, you know, it wasn't that I didn't think it was gonna be that. You know what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. Oh, yeah. uh,
2: no, I agree. I knew we had to ask him because when I saw the picture, I texted him way back when. Yeah. And he told me the story that, you know, he works with um Travis in his his um foundation, they had an event or something, and he was there, but he had been friends with them for a long time and they loved him some Bernie Kozar, which yep. is funny, right? Yeah. Uh I don't think a lot of people realize they were from Ohio.
3: I didn't. I tell you what, I had right. no clue.
2: So so it was it was really cool because I have a picture how about this? In my phone. I will send it to you. Yep. I have a picture of me and Archie Manning. Wow, where like... The I The dad. I was eight years dad. old. dad, okay. Right.
3: Damn.
2: And and so, like... The original Manning. The original Manning. So, he played for the Saints. Yes. And I did pump, pass, and kick, and mm. when you get to a certain level, you get to go to the game and eat breakfast with them Ooh. and stay in the hotel that the team stays in. Yeah. So, I got to meet all the players. Damn. Right? And uh, I remember he did a game because he used to do the Saints play-by-play when I was in Cleveland. Yeah. And I showed him the picture. (laughs) So, like, and so when I hear stories like, you know, Travis and Jason Kelsey, it brings me back because I'm like, man, I was the same way as a kid. So it's really really cool, you know, to hear – you know, to, to hear that story and now how he ended up, you know, like Taylor Swift making him honey buns and stuff like that. Yeah. <laughs> like, like
3: <laughs> well, I mean, you mentioned it. It kind of seems and sometimes I forget that just because I'm so used to, you know, being privy to these conversations. You know, you were just talking with your friend, just having a casual conversation. And, you know, I'm doing my best to make sure we get a couple extra clicks. So I'm working with the people uh, upstairs in Odyssey. Shout out to Knox, who uh, did a good job of uh, spreading this to the right people. And before you know it, you know, we're getting... Uh, we're on the sixth page of the NY Post. We're on People Magazine, E! Online, Yahoo, Fox News, Daily Mail. Right now, if you search Bernie Kosar, Taylor Swift, everywhere over the last 24 hours or so is just more information and more avenues of finding this interview that we did with your friend in
2: regards to right his life just having a conversation just talk that that's it. it wasn't it wasn't like we weren't trying to pull any information out of him yep, yep. we weren't I mean we were just having a conversation it's like it was it was cool to me and you know he uh you know I talked to him yesterday evening he goes how was the interview you know because he always he's very conscious of you know how he sounds. If, yeah. if if you know Bernie, he he's always had that kind of laid back, laissez-faire kind of speech. Yeah. Right. So he's 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 real. He he's conscious of it, and I'm like, no man, dude, it's blowing up. Like I don't nice. know why. It's just you know, it's just you, right? Yeah. But it, it like it it it. I mean, he he was he was happy. Um, you know, I did. I, by the way, I did put in a a, a request. For some merch. Oh, yes. Yeah, and some, some more uh, coffee.
3: Kozar coffee.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, it was, it was really cool. I think, you know, sometimes seeing people on the other side of a struggle makes moments like that so much better yeah. if you know the guy going through that struggle. I don't think a lot of people know. He always brings it up. And you kind of get you don't realize how bad it was, right? Yeah. Um but uh when you see him on the other side of that and being positive and and just having a different perspective on life it, it kind of really you know takes you back and, and 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 if anything you like you know I look at situations like that and say there ain't nothing that has happened to me in my life that's been that bad. Yeah. So suck it up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, it, it puts things in perspective when a guy like that can be positive about life, and maybe it helps other people who are going through a struggle or have some tough patches in their life. Yeah. And it can make them, you know, make them think that hey, there is a light on the end of the tunnel. So I'm always gonna, you know, and and just imagine me and him having conversations. We both long winded. <laughs> right <laughs> put it this way dude we went when I go to Cleveland we go and get some food right yeah and last time we went it was probably like 10 of us right and me and burn were talking and when dinner was over and we were just sitting down <laughs> the, we closed the restaurant oh right? they're like <laughs> they're like yo yeah hey burn Leroy we we, we that uh you know maybe y'all got to go yeah right? they kicked yeah. us out you don't never get kicked out of restaurants yeah you, you know don't... they always gonna take your money we had a, uh so it was me Bernie uh you remember um I can't think of his last name right offhand. Jay uh Crawford oh yeah he used to do cold pizza yep. so we were all eating and so we decided to take a picture right yep so they said Leroy. Uh, what is it called? The air, air, air. Uh, uh that you don't have it on your phone. What is it? Airport. Airdrop. Airdrop. Yep. Airdrop it to us. So I, I put, I'm going press all the buttons, right? Okay. You said Jay goes, whole... Jay goes. Send it to. Send it to me. I said I did. Oh no. I did. A lady at the table next to us. Yeah. Whose name was Jane? We're showing everybody at our table our picture, going, that's Bernie Kosar. (laughs) And to this this day, every time we we talk, he goes, remember that time you sent all our pictures to Jane? (laughs) Jane was like, what the hell is going on? Yeah, they were all sitting at the table. And then, look, all you see is this. They all they all turned and look like why are these people staring at us? Could you send them all the our pictures, jackass? That's great. If I was everybody, I'd print them out, save them, put them in my book. <laughs> yeah. So it was it was hilarious. Why would she just why would she just accept pictures from Leroy? Right? Yeah. <laughs> right? Why not? Why not? Why worked, not? It worked out for her. So So yeah, um You watching sports
3: last night? I did indeed. Let's get to these headlines. I did. Uh, We'll get to that and much more. These headlines are brought to you by the new Palmetto Ford Truck Supercenter. Why buy your truck at a car store? Palmetto Ford.
2: We know trucks.
3: (sighs) Yesterday, uh, Leroy is referring to a 24-point comeback by the Memphis Grizzlies, capped off by John Morant's game-winning buzzer-beater and 34 points in his return.
2: He he looked. Like and and they said th- they said the perfect thing about John ja Morant yeah this morning. And that was his misses are top ten. Yeah, right, for sure. <laughs> right. For his sure. misses are top ten plays yeah. for attempted dunks. Yep, you know, incredible. He is so athletic. So athletic. Uh, good. Good to see him back. Your boy turned it around a little bit. What do you mean? Uh, Clay.
3: Ah, whatever, <laughs> man, whatever. Yeah, yeah
2: uh, Steph. Steph bounced back from an offer.
3: Yeah, Steph bounced back, and Clay. Yeah, Clay's been on a bit of a run. You know why he's been on a bit of a run though? Because I retired my beef with him. So now he doesn't have you that. Retired?
2: I, I did. I was.
3: I was not privy to this. Yes, you were doing your Cleveland hit, so I had about twenty minutes of ranting to do on the air in the meantime, <laughs> and I went so hard at Clay Thompson, who had already admitted defeat, that it kind of seemed like a battle that.
2: Oh, you just you just low hanging fruit at that point. At that point, was, exactly. When he saw you have submitted him, right? He exactly. tapped out. That was, yeah. What am I supposed to do then? <laughs> he he tapped out. Yeah.
3: yeah, yeah, yeah. So I tapped out. And uh, and then ever since then, he's been on an upward swing. 24 points, 28 points. And last night against the Celtics, 40 minutes, 24 points, 6 of 15 from 3. Right. You saw uh, Steph Curry hit that dagger and then point at Ooh. Reggie Miller's son.
2: Look, and, and everybody said the same thing I was thinking. Yeah. You got to guard 30. You got to guard 30. <laughs> you gotta, he's going to well, hit the night-night? Like, yeah. How does he how does he get to dribble around and nobody paying any attention to him? It's it's
3: amazing, dude. It it's really amazing. Is amazing.
2: It's amazing how he gets the open shots that he does. Yeah. yeah. When everybody in the damn world know it's if you occur. wanna beat if you wanna beat them, you gotta stop Steph. Yep. And he still gets wide open shots.
3: Yeah, it, it really is strange. It really is strange. You think you'd know by now, but apparently yeah. they
2: don't. And we also found uh another another bowl. Oh, another yeah.
3: questionable bowl.
2: Uh, uh what is it uh something coffee Scooters coffee oh, Frisco bowl. Oh, the
3: Frisco bowl renamed now yeah. the Scooters coffee yeah. Frisco bowl. Yeah. Should be the Cozar right. coffee scooter or the Kozar coffee. Oh,
2: we, work, bowl. We, we we working on it.
3: Yeah. <laughs> We're
2: working on it. We working on it. Uh but yeah, so um you know we all have friends you know, we all have people. My friends are just maybe a little more famous. That, yeah. But here, here's That's what I a learned. Little bit. Here's here's what I learned, Marcos. Yeah. That life don't know your title. True. Right? Very true. So whether it's illness, depression, alcoholism, drug abuse, or whatever, it don't know your title. It don't know how much money you have. You know, life is real for everybody everybody got to fight that struggle what makes it hard for some people is when you've never had struggle yeah you don't know how to handle it right and you know some people struggle their whole life so it's just tuesday you yeah. know other people have lived that life where they they had you know been able to do whatever they want their whole life and then a circumstance a circumstance hits them and they don't know how to handle it because it's it's just it's just something new something different you know, yeah. but um, we all have friends that you've seen come on the other side, and you always go, man, he made it right yep. he got he got through that and 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 so, um, you know because Bernie is where he is, maybe it's an example for others, you know, maybe it's an example for others that you know it's not that bad it's not it's not that bad, you know, I have a saying, you know, they say, how you doing?" I say, I got up on this side of the dirt, right. Yeah. And don't take don't take that for granted. Better than the alternative. You know, he, he, he told a story about one of our boys we played with, right? Yeah. And it's happened a lot. It's happened a lot. Like just you're so used to living in this football world, right? You get into the real world, and it ain't like football. It was the hardest adjustment I had to make. Right? Yeah. That people people ain't about that damn team stuff. People ain't about being courteous. People ain't about, you know, you know not putting people out there on, you know, oh, everybody got blame. Everybody got it, – it's a different world. And you got to get accustomed to it. You got to get used to it. You got to learn how to play the real-life game. Because the football game is different. The sports game is different. The real-life game is a lot harder.
3: Yeah, uh, adversity – is uh, opportunity, according to Mike McDaniel. That's what he said like four or five <laughs> times on Hard Knock yesterday. Wait,
2: wait, wait, wait a minute. Wait a minute. I'll just... Yeah. I just oh, I just poured myself out to oh, my boy. Oh, no, boys. it applies. It's and totally I have my to the cup. And you give me some yeah. hard knocks line. Oh, it's good, though. It y'all. was so good. It's Minus so one. Good. What? Minus one. Minus
4: Minus one. one.
2: <laughs> it's like Mike McDade has always said. Yep. yeah. <laughs> he said that like three or four times,
3: you? and I was like, oh, that's good. I got to add that to my <laughs> football terminology. Uh, you know, those are the things that don't show up on the stat sheet, Leroy. Uh,
4: yeah. <laughs>
2: Uh, we're gonna take a quick break when we come back oh, South, the old love city picks the strangers oh man that that sounds creepy
3: yeah that's like I give you credit for even being able to do that my mom would Airport. not even know how to yeah, well, stop calling it airport, though. It's airdrop, so that's one airdrop. thing. <laughs> we a- airport is a place. But
2: I can't do it with you anyway.
3: Yeah, you got that other. Although, although, they did uh, just establish FaceTime for me. So, you know, if you ever want to FaceTime your boy,
2: we're, <laughs> we're able
3: to do so now. You can green bubble FaceTime me. It's a new it's green, a new wave.
2: Green, green bubble? Yeah, exactly. Uh,
3: when we come back, we got some more on the other side. Mike McDaniel had an excellent episode. We fell in love with Zack Sealer and Christian Wilkins all over again. We're going to talk about Leroy's favorite show, Hard Knocks, and much more when we come back here on the Tobin and Leroy Show, 560 WQAM.
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date.
3: Back to the the Lee Roy Show here on uh, five sixty WQAM. Also live on Twitch and YouTube. You can catch us, Miami five sixty. You, you 560
2: like bowl season? M. Are you are you are you privy? Like so, it's nothing. I, I love like when the show's over. Yeah, you might get to watch a little football. Yeah, I feel you that. know it's That's it's fun. early football, so you know it's going to be the teams that you know have six and six and seven and six records yeah. and stuff like that. But it's still it's still football, you know, in the middle of the day. Yep. Um, but the closer you get to Christmas is a big day and the closer you get to New Year's, oh, yeah. then they start then you start getting some of these teams playing together. My problem is is dude, if guys ain't playing for the national championship, they ain't playing. Yeah. And and so I don't know what you do about that. Because think about this. <clears throat> Florida State didn't make the final four for because of their quarterback, right? Yep. What about the, the, the team? What about the bowl that signed up LSU thinking they were going to get the Heisman Trophy winner?
3: And, and he what, well, he's sitting out because?
2: He's sitting out because yeah. he's declared for the draft. Yeah, I feel that. You see what I'm saying? So, like, I, I just – every everything that has happened with either the transfer portal with um guys leaving going to go in the draft has affected these bowls to the point now what's the cutoff? so what if what if he even won the heisman but they're in the top 12 right
3: yeah for sure
2: so like i don't i don't know how you get around that that portion of it would if would if you know I personally think the transfer portal should not be open until after bowl season. But here's the problem. Hmm. Here's the problem. You go into the transfer portal, then you can go to school in January.
3: Yeah, as and, opposed and, to and you can
2: go to school in January, and then you can do that spring ball, right? Yeah. So you're not going just in the summer you're actually going through spring ball with them so you're more prepared when the season starts. I don't know how you get around that, right? Because right now, if you look at the Miami Hurricanes, Yes. They don't, they, they, like, they, a college major, uh power five university doesn't have a quarterback to play in the bowl because of injuries and transfer portal. Yeah, that's not, definitely not a good look. Definitely not a good look for the you know, game. And then how the the thing is, is that if you ask these college coaches, a lot of them will say these 15 practices, that's why it's so good to, to, to prepare for a bowl. These 15 practices, I can get my young guys ready. Then you get another 10 or 15 practices in the spring. So that's like 30 practices that you get with your young guys getting them ready for next year. So that's why making a bowl is so important for some of these uh universities. Now with the transfer portal, right? You don't even know who's going to be playing these some of these on some in some of these positions. So yeah, it it's, it's just, I don't know how you get around it. I don't know, you know, how you fix it. I do believe that the transfer portal is a good thing, Um, but with so many other things, people aren't necessarily using it right because they think if I'm not playing, I'll just go in the transfer portal and go somewhere else, when the fact of the matter is you might not be good enough.
3: Yeah, we see that all the time. What was the, the quarterback that transferred over here from Ohio State? Oh, that, t- uh, t- t- Tate Martell. yeah, for sure. He was but supposed
2: to be. They, uh, but they told me though.
3: Yeah, that he wasn't. He wasn't
2: good. Yeah, they yeah. told me. Uh, the people I knew from Ohio State to say, "Good luck." Yeah. But look, that
3: that's just an opportunity. You think you're gonna uh, enter that transfer portal and find, you know, your your biggest desires and wishes, and you just go somewhere else and find out maybe I'm not as good as I thought I was.
2: But but that's it. You got people in your ear saying, yep. "Oh, you should be playing." I'm gonna hit the transfer portal.
3: Yeah. And you know what? It's up to those teams to do the research to determine, is this player going to fit our scheme, our system, and is it even worth making that? But I think I heard Mario Cristobal on uh, on Joe Rose talking. You know, we we don't, as, as college teams, you don't have the same luxuries of, if you're done with a guy, you can just, like, cut him. You know, but this transfer portal gives you an opportunity to be like, we're kind of done with you too, buddy. <laughs> you know, like go ahead and wow. try. It Good luck. Hey. Yeah. Wow. That's what he said. And
2: that's, but 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 that's amazing because you know, like that's not what you told that kid when he came in.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, sometimes you inherit some of these kids too. Like for example, I know uh, Deion Sanders is looking to make a big splash. He has done everything but said this old line is trash and I need a new one. And essentially, right. He's kind of said that. So sometimes right. you're
2: done with the players he, he, that you have. Now that, that, he he walked into a different situation though. Yeah, they were like one for. Yeah, they were, right? they were Winless. And 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 even this year. Yeah. One of the struggles they had was on both lines of scrimmage they were tiny. Yeah, absolutely. He bought in a so, lot of skill
3: position players, but nothing in the trenches.
2: Right. Right. Well, skill players you can bring in. Yeah. It's hard to get that beef up front. It is. It is. The Hurricanes right? have been trying to get that since, I don't know, the early 2000s. Well, they, they, they've they been better. They've yeah. been better. The, the, the thing that hurt the Canes this year um, was the fact that their quarterback didn't play anything like he played last year. Wow. And I think going into the year, if there was one thing that you said, okay, give me one thing I can count on on this Hurricanes team, you would have said TVD. Yep. And he start throwing the ball to the other team, and you're like, uh-oh. That goes my one thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly.
3: Yeah. We actually have, uh, I think you, what time is your Cleveland hit, sir? Like 11, 11 30. something? I think I around know. that time, uh, Alex Dono is going to join the show because I think the Hurricanes secured at least 20 commits or something like that today.
2: On... So. uh. Secure 20 commits. I mean, they signed the letters or they did the announcement. But because, listen, mm. next to the people saying we got a whole bunch of commits. Yep. On that other side, I see on the bottom of the line, people changing their commitments. So it like you got a lot of faith in an the 18 year old. and And it's funny because, you know, I think when I was coming out, as soon as you committed, the other teams left you alone.
3: Yeah, nah,
2: they don't stop recruiting.
3: Yeah, especially with that transfer portal open. You know, it, it's so, never necessarily especially uh, with
2: that NIL cuz if you really want a quarterback, yeah, you'll say, "Well, yeah, you're going to Miami. How much they giving you?" <laughs> okay, well look, did you sign anything? All right, here's what we got. Yeah. And then next thing you know, five-star decommits and commits to another team. So I think that they need to do something about that, right? Yep. I think it's a bigger issue that guys like Dano and people around the hurricanes get so excited about commits. Yep. But you trusting the eighteen year old say, Yeah, I'm coming there? That just don't even make sense. As an adult, as an adult, that don't make no damn sense whatsoever. Yeah. I said, when, when is the signing date? When is the date? They put name on paper, and that is the letter of intent. That's, wh- that's what I care about. I don't care about commits. They got 20 commits. There's other teams still hustling for them guys.
3: Yeah, I'm looking at uh, the ESPN page for the Miami Hurricanes right now, and it seems like of their recruiting class that they're looking at right now, I'd say of the, I'd say of the top 25 people who they have that verbally committed, I'd say a solid 23 have signed.
2: Okay, so they, good. they have a good okay, turnover can, rate for sure. I can deal. Yeah, I can deal with that. Well, I yeah. see. I don't know. Here's what Dono knows that I don't. Yeah. When the. The signing date is versus the verbal commit. I believe right? so is a national lot of times day. they say verbal commit and not, like, yeah, the, the signing date might be today. Yeah. Right. So. So, there because, you know, I didn't I didn't sign my letter of commit until. May. Hmm.
3: Oh, OK, look, national signing day is February 7th, 2024.
2: So but so, they have an early signing date. I think that's today.
3: They have an early one and a late one. See, we only have one. See, I'm a casual. That's why we got to get Dono on here to explain what the hell is
2: well, going I, on. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a I'm a casual too, and my only references is what I went through. Yeah, and things are so much different now. Like the, now, there's two signing dates, right? Yep. Um, yep, yep, yep. but I I tell you why they have the early signing date, because a lot of the kids go early. Date so South they go is, they go to spring ball.
3: <laughs> date South is yelling at us on the chat. We just keep ignoring him. Today is the early signing day. Okay, I, we, yeah. Why is he yelling? We, we, Why is he yelling at we, us? Yeah, we already, we we just established that. It's 10 in the morning, Dade South. Yeah, we just established that, Dade South. Know what? That's minus one. He gets all the points in the world. Minus one <laughs> for Sass. There you go, buddy. Take away
2: one of your points. Lashing out. He Gosh, lashing out. out. He, he <laughs> like, and, and you know what's amazing? Yeah. If you've ever met him, barely talks. Never, never met him. Never. <laughs> met him. <laughs> he Barely talks. Yeah. And we went, it was me, him, we went and got something to eat. It was me, him, and I wanted to say SDI, ah. right?
3: Yeah.
2: And I think it was SDI. And SDI put ketchup on a Cuban. What? And we had to, yeah, we had to get the hell out of there. I what? said, man, I can't even look at you right now.
3: Yeah, and most mustard, but. Yeah, no, it comes we with we mustard. Mean? Yeah, I mean, but like, but what you are, what he, are we doing? He, he, he treating that thing like a damn hot dog. Date South says we don't need Dono. He got
2: us. All right. Date South will be joining the show at <laughs> <in> 11.45. <laughs> hey, you know, Date South, I'm going to tell you like this, brother. We hung out. In order to do radio, you must talk. You got to talk, dude. <laughs> talk.
3: Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to break down some of the most important parts of yesterday's Hard Knocks. I know Leroy oh, is dying boy. to hear about this. Uh, I got a question about one of the things that Mike McDaniel did. I want to know if you've ever been in this experience before because I thought it was healthy, but I can't help but feel like, damn, you're just going to call me out in front of everybody? Uh, <laughs> we'll talk about that and more when we come back here on the Tobin and Leroy Show, 560 WQAM. After the end of a good fight, you deserve a nice cold reward. Welcome back to the Top of the Leroy Show here on Five Sixty WQAM. Leroy, who sang this? Was that the Jacksons? That was the Jacksons, the Jackson Five. Yeah, Uh, cause you hear that little baby. <laughs> today, Leroy, we're gonna actually have—I kind of switched it up. Yesterday, we had the best damn game show yet again at the Miami Improv. Uh, it was DJ Zog versus Papa Keith, two legends in radio had never met in 20 years. We put them head to head. They battled it out, and one of the games we played was uh name that tune. So today, instead of doing trivia, we're
2: gonna bring. Oh, we gonna back. name that tune. We're gonna name that oh, tune. I'm good. Hey. I'm good with that, (laughs) I'm good, hey. When it comes to these little stuff, these little things right here, you know know the old like Jeopardy. The old do indeed like Jeopardy. But I will say this. Yeah. There is nothing Mm. on this planet other than a rocket scientist. Yes. That makes me feel dumber
3: than Jeopardy. Jeopardy. I don't know. Are you smarter than a fifth grader? Kind of made
2: me feel stupid as well, but. Well, because that's all timing, though. Yeah, like, come on. Like, man. it's been so long. I never so used a Pythagorean you don't know theorem. the particulars of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they don't never ask questions like just normal history questions. They ask questions like about a book that you read in the fifth grade. Yeah. What the hell am right? I supposed like, to remember like, that for? Yeah.
3: But yeah, today we're gonna have name that tune. Yesterday was an action-packed day. Not only did we have the game show, we had episode five of Hard Knocks, baby.
2: So, so they stay now Twitch is telling me it was a banger. Yeah, it
3: was a banger, dude.
2: But but you know I ain't like, come on, man. Yeah. Like, I don't know whether it's because I lived it and I would just look at it skeptically anyway. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure. You know, but I will say this. The thing that would probably make that show interesting to me is the different approach that Mike McDaniel takes. For sure. Just with the team and how he handles the team, how he goes through things, how he coaches things, how he motivates. You know, it's so unique to a yell at you, uh, Dan Campbell, we're going to bite your knees off, right? It's so opposite of that that I think that's, you know, it's some he's somewhere in between Dan Campbell and Tony Dungy, Right? Yeah. Wow. Tony Dungy wasn't a yeller. Nope. Um uh, nope, I met nope, nope. um Mike Caldwell, just a yeah. real genuine dude. I know a lot of people just just are very fond of of, of Mike Caldwell. Um And so from that standpoint, there's guys that have done it. Andy Reid doesn't seem like a yeller. Mm. He seems like he has a different approach to it. You know, they have a name
3: for, uh, you mentioned Mike Caldwell, Tony Dungy. Apparently there's a name for for black coaches that they give them. Class Act. That's what they always say.
2: Class Class Act. Oh, that's that's so, the black like a, version of intangible. Exactly, it's like a code word. Class act, like yeah, like yeah, so. Yeah. If he was a class act, he'd be hood. Like oh, like so, what, are, <laughs> what are you doing, you Mike, like, Mike
3: McDaniel, wizard, QB whisperer, Mike Caldwell, when, class act.
2: I'm when I first got to Minnesota. Yeah, I think was when Tony Dungy got the job in India. no, in uh, he to Tampa. Know? He went to Tampa.
3: Yeah, he was at Tampa first. He left and, that beautiful um, team to John Gruden and then went to Indy.
2: Right. And then um, – and so um, I met him and, like, there's very few people that you are just taken aback by by their genuine nature. He was one of them. Yeah. Mike Caldwell – I got a chance to meet Mike Caldwell at a golf tournament. Same same thing. Yeah. Same thing. There's there's a couple of guys, you know, that, that are just – you're like, oh – Okay, this this dude would be like my dad or my uncle or somebody that just keeps it real, but yep. he ain't yelling. He's very calm. Uh yeah. It, it, you know, Wiley Right. Uh, huh? Class Act. Class Act. Class Act. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, which brings me so there's been some discussion mm. who should be coach of the year. Huh. All right. And uh, who's the, who's up for debate? D'Amico Ryan, okay, all right, solid. Um, that's out in Houston, right? Yep. all right. Uh, Kevin Stefanski,
3: hell, hell, uh, Stefanski, Cleveland, Cleveland. That's right.
2: Four four starting quarterbacks. Yeah, they got ten um, wins, impressive, or nine wins, impressive, right?
3: for sure, for sure.
2: Um, and they lost their start running back. Yep. Uh, and they lost three offensive linemen. He's, um, he's
3: been dealing with a lot of
2: the injury stuff for sure. Yes. Um who else?
3: I mean They got Joe Flacco winning games over there.
2: Right. I, at some point, I mean, we're gonna have to acknowledge what old boy's doing in San Francisco. Uh Shanahan. Yeah, but that team is just so damn stacked. But dude. but 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 see, here here's the, the crazy thing about sports. Yeah. Right? And you can take whatever angle. You can put it on the, the players or the system, right? Yep. We did that with Tom Brady and Bill Belichick. Yeah. It could be both. It can be. It could be a hell of a system and the players that you pick to fill it make it that much better. But it's so good,
3: dude. They have it's so, so it's many good players. So.
2: so good. I mean, is here, is it Tyreek or is it Tua? You see, see, but they, it stops They there. make us choose. Why can't it just be – uh, 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 collaboration yeah, of two awesome players. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. You're right. It has a lot to do with coaching,
3: and there's different styles that usually help these players reach their maximum potential. We saw that the uh, the Titans game was an example of an entire team failure that they took accountability for. And the way that Mike McDaniel handled it resulted in them, you know, going out and putting up a 30-0 to zero victory versus a division rival.
2: Against a, a defense better than the one you
3: lost to. Absolutely. Uh, you know, obviously the the quarterback situation over there is horrible, but the Titans aren't great either. Overall, you'd like to think that the Jets are – Probably a
2: better team than the Titans. Better defensively, but I would say the quarterback is the, the quarterback at Tennessee is going to be pretty good. Yeah, no, he he really is. Know, miss, he, I do like. He's it. got a cannon. He can run a little bit. Yeah, um, for sure. We gave him all day to throw it, so it's hard to determine how quick he is on, on you know. Yeah. With pressure. Uh, yesterday, Mike McDaniel brought up all the moments,
3: and this is something that I wanted to know if you've ever been a part of. You know, you mm-hmm. usually give yourself a twenty four hour rule, right? Whether yep. it's yep. A win or a loss, you kind of got to move on. But he kind of gave himself an extra twenty minutes. He he apologized for for pulling this meeting together. He understands that everybody had a lot to do, especially coming off of a shorter week. But uh, he pulled everyone together to uh, really discuss all the various components. This was on the field or in the meeting room. This was in the meeting room following okay. uh, following the so loss. So you, you
2: always you always have that meeting. But so it's not. He,
3: he had circles around these players in front of everyone and was breaking down. Uh, Each and every way. He said that there was 15 reasons why they lost this game. And this is how Mike McDaniel broke it down on episode five of Hard Knocks.
4: I know who's in this room and what we're going to make of it. You with me? So we're going to hit this. And like, if it's brutal, yeah, bring that. Okay, because we're trying to do something today that other people won't. Let's just look at it straight in the eyes. It's pretty simple. We lost the game up for 15 different reasons. And I have my hand fully in that shit, okay? Trash plan on my part against their zero. There's better shit than having to throw a fadeaway jumper. Okay? Now I've got a quarterback trying to overcompensate for me. I never see Tua miss any throws. I never have to coach him on throws. But the opportunities we had, whoa, and that's what's happening a lot is overcompensating for your teammates. An elite player trying to take the game in his hands. A heavy turn to try to pick this dude off. Which I appreciate the intent, but let's learn from this Understand that we can trust each other. That was probably the quarterback's best play. That happened. Okay. Don't worry about it. Just keep playing. Yeah, I called some trash plays. That will happen. Just like you'll have bad plays. You know what makes me a man is that I don't blink at that. Nor do I avoid it. I'm gonna learn from this. You don't get mad. You don't get. You don't get sad.
2: That shit. Okay. We learn lessons. Hey. Okay. We're about the lesson I learned is that Mike McDaniel is a cusser. Whoa, that guy's a potty mouth, dude. <laughs> hey, Woo! Hey, it was so many beeps. We, we, I mean, if you put the words you didn't beep together, you get one sentence. Yeah. <laughs> but he's, he's right from this standpoint. Here's what I appreciate. Here's what I appreciate. A lot of coaches, and you hear this from Bill Belichick, We got to coach him better. We got to play better. Whatever. Mike McDaniel went all in on his role in that. Right? All in. And you start a meeting like that for this reason. You ain't on a pedestal when you start pointing other guys out on that film. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? So he's setting it up to discuss – the 15 things that he going to show everybody as a group by saying my part of it was trash too. Yeah. We all in this together. So now if you go any further, he starts showing the tape and he starts pointing individuals out. He's pointing them out as we, and not as you because he's included himself in the trash. So you can appreciate that if you're a player and understand that, hey, don't worry about it. We all have bad games. That's the approach. And we're going to fix this. So, uh, yeah. So, um, again, not what you're used to hearing. A lot of coaches do it in front of the media. Yeah. He didn't do that. But he did it in front of his guys. Which gives even, now? Question: Would he have done that if Hard Knocks wasn't there? Ooh, I guess we'll never know, know, baby. See what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Now I, I, I'm because of his track record. Yeah, I'd say, I'm yes. saying he would have did it the same way. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I right? say, I'd say that, that too, but that, that that that's you know, this is why they love this guy. Absolutely, because every meeting is we. It's not you. It's us. And you can appreciate that. And then you go and play the next week. Everybody got a little more oomph. Yep. Defense didn't sit back. Right? Absolutely. We give them nothing. Offense did what they had to do. I think my biggest concern with, with what Mike McDaniel did, and I, I kind of talked to it with Bernie, is that he even said it. I gotta have a better game plan against zero coverage. Yeah, absolutely. And absolutely. and and I was like, one of the things that when I was with Minnesota and we had the highest scoring offense at that time ever. Yeah. Right. One of the things that Brian Billick we would teach, he would teach every day. He would just take the same group, put everybody in a different position. And you had to know what route to run out of that position. So that there were points in the game where Randy and Chris Carter would switch. Yeah. They think it's a different play. So they go to double whoever they're going to double, whether it's Randy or Chris, and the other guy's wide open because he ain't running but a hitch. Oh, no, we on the wrong side. That guy's running the go route. Right? Yep. Yep, And so I was really happy. In the Jets game, to see Waddle doing all the Tyreek stuff, because now, when you go into games in the future, you can flip, exchange, interchange, do that with a lot of different guys because you got a lot of speed. Yep. And there's a lot of guys that you can do and do different things. And the defense mind is just blown. Oh, I'm used to him being here and run these routes from here or whatever. What happened if Waddle get in the three point stance and look around? And Tyreek outside. And then he do the Tyreek motion. Yep. You think they're going to pay attention to Waddle, or they're going to pay attention to Tyreek?
3: I think they're going to pay attention to the guy who's on a three-point stance, but you're always going to look at Tyreek. You always right. got to account okay. for
2: Tyreek. Okay, so so in times when Tyreek was open running those little things, yeah. if Tyreek is over over on the other side by himself, and they trying to double him, how's that going to look Waddle going out the backside in that little quick pass? Well, yeah, I mean, you see what I'm saying. This is this is the offense. This is how offense evolves. Yep. So I'm glad that he said, and that's you know, I pointed it out that I'll, that's one of the things I had a question about. I'm so glad to hear him say I had a trash game plan against zero coverage.
3: Yeah, that was specifically a red zone play that he was looking at, too, which, you know, we've oh, been struggling but,
2: with. Yeah, because he, he tried to throw a fade to a garden, though? Yeah, which yeah, is, <laughs> you know, he addressed it. Probably not the <laughs> best option there, you know? Right, especially when you got Gigantor on the sidelines and Chase Claypool.
3: Exactly, like another tight end out there, but...
2: Right, but Chase Claypool, why would you... put Chase, he could just run a two-yard route and run a fade.
3: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, When we come back, we're going to talk more about the Dolphins. we got some updates from the roster. We're going to hear from Christian Wilkins. And is Mike McDaniel partly psychic? We'll talk about that and more when we come back here on the Tobin and Leroy Show. Previously on Tobin and Leroy.
4: With all due respect, (laughs) F off.